Hey, so I'm so excited. I want to share with you about one of our new sponsors, Starglow Media. They have this amazing show for all of you with younger kids called Mysteries About True Histories. Every episode follows Max and Molly, who have just been recruited into a secret order of problem solvers and on adventures through time packed with puzzles and hidden equations, histories, and laughs. You all know Alana, our co-founder at Sproutable. She listened to the show with her seven-year-old and loved it. They would pause the show and try to figure out the math problems together, loved learning about different cultures and the histories around the world. The series explores themes like the stories behind math, critical thinking, code breaking, pattern solving, and so much more. Math is geared Math is what they call it. Math is geared towards kids six and over, but can be enjoyed by the entire family. Episodes drop every Thursday, and they're about 15 minutes, perfect length for the car rides, mealtime, break time, bedtime. Each episode is stacked with so much laughter, and your kiddos won't even realize how much they're learning. So tune into Mysteries About True Histories math with your kids. You can follow and listen on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your pods. Hello, my friends. Welcome back to the Joyful Courage Podcast, a place where we tease apart challenges and nuances of parenting through adolescence. I am your host, Casey O'Rourke, positive discipline trainer and adolescent lead at Sproutable, a company that represents not only the growth of children, but also the journey and evolution that we all get to go on as parents. I am walking the path right next to you as I navigate the teen parenting with my own two kids here in the beautiful Pacific Northwest. Joyful Courage is all about grit, growth on the parenting journey, relationships that provide a sense of connection and meaning, and influential tools that support everyone in being their best selves. Today's show is a really vulnerable share. I'm letting you in on a real-time conversation between myself and my 16-year-old around screen time. I think there will be moments that will be very relatable. It's imperfect and messy and it's real life. There are some surprises thrown my way that I didn't see coming. (laughs) And I'm sharing the conversation because I want to give you an example of how these conversations can sound between you and your teens. Thank you for being here. We are over 1 million downloads and 300 plus episodes strong, and you have taken us to the top 1% of podcasts worldwide. I so appreciate you, and I really hope you enjoy this show. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the pod. My guest today is my only son, my baby boy, my little baby Ian. Ian already. Hi, Ian. Hello, Casey. (laughs) Ian's 16 years old. He's a sophomore in high school. He's a Scorpio. He loves driving, basketball, hanging out with friends, and enlightening the family on the current popular culture trends. Thanks for being on the podcast, Ian. Thank you for having me. Yeah, this is your third time on the podcast. Do you realize that? Do you remember the first time we podcasted together with you and Rowan? Oh, yeah, in the closet. Yeah, in the closet. And then a a couple years ago, when you were 15, you just turned 15, or I guess a year ago. 
And now you're back. And so here's what happened. About a month ago, I did a Facebook Live Q&A. And um, as it happens, whenever I invite parents to ask questions, there are always questions about screen time. Ian, I want you to know that I am capturing the video of this interview, so I will torture you with what you're doing right now in the video. Listeners, I wish you could see it. Um, Anyway, Q&A and screens always come up. And one of the parents said, have you ever recorded the conversations you have with your kids about screen time and setting limits? And the answer at the time was no, because I hadn't. And then you and I had been talking about adjusting some things that are happening with your screen time and offer you a bit more space about, you know, with navigating yourself. And I asked you if we could record the conversation for my listeners and you said yes. So thank you for that. This is all true listeners. Yeah, we're not, there's no actors in this podcast. It's a real live human boy. Um, so will you tell everybody what your current limits are on your phone? Um, my downtime is every night at 10 until sometime in the morning, probably around seven. And then on the week, that's during the weekdays. And then on the weekends, it's 1130 to seven. And then, um, my app limits are four and a half hours during the week and really I don't know four and a half hours during the weekends and three hours and 30 minutes during the weekdays which I usually don't do go at that high I usually don't reach the limits that but is sometimes not I do. true <laughs> sometimes it depends on what I'm doing to be honest well let's if take I'm, a look or okay oh god yeah I All know right. see this is the beauty of um family family plans yes. on the iPhone okay. Um, well, today I, I've had three hours and 45 minutes on my phone, but we also did not have school today. Right. I mean, three hours, 45 minutes. That's great. And Yesterday, I, spent, I spent an hour playing Wordle, which is an intellectual game that makes your mind do things. <laughs> what about yesterday? Yesterday you had six and a half. I spent an hour on Indeed jobs, looking, filling out applications. Yes, you and did. And then I also spent... 30 minutes on Wordle and then another 30 on Safari filling out applications. Right. And nearly two hours on TikTok and an hour and a half on Snapchat. I was making TikToks though. So I was being oh, creative. Creative, creative. Okay. So how do you feel about the limits that you have? Um, I, I don't mind them when, cause I mean, I know that you only have the best intentions but sometimes it's quite annoying when I'm actually doing something productive other than scrolling and I get blocked by my limits or something. Or on the weekends when I'm staying up late and my phone shuts off, it's really annoying. Yeah. And I don't like it. And also in the mornings, it's quite frustrating having it not turn on until seven because I wake up at five. Oh, when you get up to go to the gym? Yes. Okay. So that's something to talk about. Yeah, okay. it is. Earlier limits for gym days. I'm taking notes. Every day is, every day is gym day. Every day is a gym day. So what's your Grind experience? never stops. What is your experience of me around screen limits? 
Um, and like our relationship and how we talk about it and stuff. It used to be a lot worse because I couldn't see your perspective. But once I did, it became a lot easier to talk about it without getting mad at each other. Tell me. Well, tell me more about that, that you couldn't see my perspective. What do you mean? Well, I just wanted to spend all day on my phone and I didn't see anything wrong with it. And then you were like, no. And I was like, yes. And then we would get mad at each other. And then I was afraid to be on my phone around you because I thought you were going to do something weird. I don't <laughs> like know. Like what? I don't do I don't weird know. things. I, I don't know. I can't remember. That was like a really long time ago. But now um, I don't really care as much because I guess it was a lot during the pandemic too, since I didn't really have any other way to mm-hmm. connect to my friends or really do anything. I mean, I, I didn't have stuff to do, but still. It was a lot harder to not have my phone now with me having my license and being out of the pandemic, I guess. Ish. And it's been a lot easier to let go of my phone, having other things to do. Yeah. And you like to do other things. You like to be out in the world and hanging with your friends. Yeah. It was just like the one thing in my life that I can control, that I could control during like that time. Mm -hmm. So having you be like controlling it, I was like, Back off, lady. Let me handle it. (laughs) This podcast is sponsored by Active Skin Repair, a skin health company helping people heal with natural, non-toxic, medical-grade ingredients. So as the weather warms up, we're outside gardening or doing yard work. There are so many opportunities for skin issues, right? And for me, it's always a mystery to know what's going to irritate my skin, but I'm definitely out there itching and scratching. But the good news is active skin repair always seems to save the day. Active skin repair can be used to treat a wide range of skin issues, including cuts, scrapes, burns, sunburns, rashes, and other types of skin damage. It's also safe and non-toxic, making it suitable for use on all skin types, all parts of the body, and even on rosacea, eczema, and acne-prone skin. Here's what I want you to do. Visit ActiveSkinRepair.com to learn more about Active Skin Repair and get 20% off your order when you use code JOYFUL. Again, that's www.ActiveSkinRepair.com. Find out more about the product and get 20% off your order when you use the code JOYFUL. Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Thank God, spring into summer is my favorite time of year. After turning 50 last September, I've been really working on my physical health and well being and can honestly say that I am feeling better in my body than I have felt in a very long time. Yes, credit goes to movement and working out, but even more credit goes to how I'm feeding my body. That's why I love Factor. I fuel up with Factor's no prep, no mess meals, 35 different meal choices, and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week. I always have a new flavor to explore. It's amazing. You can crush your wellness goals this May, keep time in the kitchen to a minimum, and enjoy effortless support for the lifestyle you want to be living with dietitian approved meals and ingredients you can trust from Factor. Head over to factormeals.com slash joyful50 and use the code joyful50 to get 50% off your first First box plus 20% off your next month. 
That's code JOYFUL50 at factormeals.com slash JOYFUL50. Again, that's 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Yes, yes, yes. Join me. Join me in the health revolution and feel really good this summer. So the limits are three and a half hours, school days, mm-hmm. four and a half weekends. You spend more time. You you know the workarounds. Yeah. Right? And we were getting to a place where I was noticing like, um, and I just listened, uh, listeners, if you listened last week to my um, interview with Emily, I talked about this that you know, we had talked about things like Snapchat, like what you just said, when you're not scrolling and it's the end of the day and you just want to be talking to your friends and the Mm -hmm. phone shuts off, typically because there had been a large portion of the time that you were spending scrolling. And so then it was like, okay, now I just want to talk to my friends. And so I had asked you, like, should we just put a limit on on TikTok? Because TikTok is the bottomless pit, right? Yes. And you said, yeah, Put an hour, we'll put an hour limit on tip, TikTok. It's a, we have a 45 minute limit. Oh, 45 minute limit on TikTok. But like today or yesterday, you spent an hour and 50 minutes on TikTok. So there's a workaround. Yeah. 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 And would you rather watch TikTok all day or do you want to be able to hang with and like talk to your friends? And I mean, I'd rather talk to my friends or hang out with my friends. But if I can't hang out with my friends, then you're scrolling to TikTok. Then I'm scrolling TikTok on um, lifting. <laughs> yeah. Okay, everyone. Ian really likes to go to the gym and he is getting really muscular and he wants to send that out to the world. So, okay. Good job. Good you. So, I guess for me, there becomes this place where it's kind of the training ground, right? For when you are like, oh, I don't have anything to do. I could look at TikTok for the next. X amount of minutes, but in my mind, it makes sense for you to start learning. Like, well, do I want to watch tick? Like, do I, am I going to hang out with my, do I want to be able to talk to my friends later or do I want right now to watch TikTok? And I want you to kind of learn to differentiate those things. Right. Does that make sense to you? Yeah. So what do you feel like healthy screen use looks like? Like if you, um, well, what I do, something that I do that helps me make healthy screen use or whatever, um, I turn my notifications off on Snapchat so they never pop up. And I am always have Do Not Disturb on, which is sometimes not great because you call me and I don't answer because I don't yeah. hear it vibrate. But I always have Do Not Disturb on and I have my notifications off for pretty much everything. So that helps me like not check it as much. Like, I don't hear it buzz and look at it and then get sucked in. Because sometimes I just forget about my phone and that helps. And then. Yeah, but you still like last Thursday, you still picked up your phone 224 times. That's not as much as you think. Uh, Really? (laughs) (laughs) It seems like a lot. Well, okay. Also, sometimes that could just be me. Like, yeah, go ahead. It could just be me every time. Every time I'm done with the set in the gym or like during set or something, I'll open my phone, skip a song, close it or open it, turn the volume up, close it. And it's like, it's not necessarily I'm going on and spending like 10 minutes on it. Usually okay. it's just like to check something or like do something like that, which is, I get that it's me still interacting with my phone, but like, 
you know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you know what? I will be super transparent and I will let you know that that same day I had 103 pickups. That's so, awful. Yeah. I do not claim to be really good around phone limits myself. So, okay. So those are things that you do, but like, what do you imagine is healthy phone use? Like, what do you want? Um, Ideally, I have a flip phone and I never spend time ever on my phone, but we all know that's not going to happen. And I don't want to do that (laughs) because we don't live in the 1920s anymore. Well, there, yeah, well. Nobody had a phone in the 1920s, I don't think. So. Exactly. Um, ideally, I don't spend that much time. I I don't have... Ideally, I wouldn't have TikTok, but I want to enjoy my life. So I'm, I have it downloaded. And ideally, I'm not scrolling at all. I just use it to like talk to people or kind of like or do get things done and like productive things. Mm-hmm. That's like the most ideal way to use my phone. But I'm a teenager and I'm a child, so. Well, and they're designed. I mean, they're designed yeah. to keep you engaged. Mm-hmm. They're the designed screen, to keep you engaged. Yeah, it's I mean, like the that's... screen limit has like made me more aware, like self-aware of my use. Yeah. But it's still like, I still sometimes I think about it and I'm just like, I don't care. Yeah. I want to get sucked in. Yeah. Well, it's a slippery slope. So something that came up in my podcast last week in the interview that I did, Ian, was my guest was talking about there's something called persuasive design and how, you know, Netflix and and all the apps, the uh, social media apps, they've all worked with developmental psychologists around how to keep people engaged, right? Like the fact that you can watch one show and another show will happen automatically without you even saying like, yeah, I want to watch the next show. And then you are like five shows in, right? Or how there's never a bottom, like when you're looking at Instagram and you're, or TikTok and you're just like scrolling, scrolling, there's no bottom to get to. Yeah. And that's designed that way because that's how those companies make money. Yeah. It's very smart. Yeah, it is. And you know that my number one concern is just what? What's my number one concern? Endless scrolling. No. (laughs) Yeah, it's concerning. The endless scrolling is concerning. But my number one concern is I'm always just coming from a place of of health and well-being, right? Starting with sleep, um, but also you, you know, paying attention in school and thinking about what are you not doing Like, what is it taking the place of? What could you be doing? But like you mentioned too, you're an active kid. You have a healthy social life and you like to lift weights and play sports and be out in the world, which I'm really grateful for. But I want to know, like we're having a conversation too. I'm I'm not even looking at the goofy faces that you're making right now, just so you know. Um. I want to know, because you have, you want to change some things with your screens. Do you still want to change some things with the limits? Um, or not do you really. not remember? I don't remember. That was so long ago. <laughs> it's like a month ago. Um, I don't really remember and I don't really care anymore. Okay. Well, one of the things that we've kind of started to play with is, and I've come clean about this. So Ian does have his phone in his room at night and it has, it's supposedly shut down, you know, at 10 to 7. But I started to notice that there, there's a workaround 
and that's not okay. Like you, it's really, really important for mental mm-hmm. health and well being that kids get that full eight to 10 hours of sleep. So I invited you to start plugging your phone in, in the hallway. How's that felt to you? Um, it's good on the nights where I go to bed at the times of a normal human being around like 10. But when I'm going to the gym the next day and I go to bed at like eight, I don't really see the point because I'm motivated to go to sleep because so I can wake up early. And the other days, like on the weekends, it makes sense to me. Yeah. So. Because I also, I also like to listen to music while I fall asleep. So, yeah. But we can, you can use a speaker to do that. No. Yeah. Why? Why not? Because speakers are too loud. You can turn the volume down. You can make it however you want to make it. I don't know if your viewers want to hear, hear us argue about this, but. The lowest volume on the speaker is still too loud. I like it very quiet to where I can't really hear it. Mm. Um, and I noticed that when the phone isn't in your room, there aren't pickups throughout the night. Yeah. And well, there's no temptation I... there to kind of check Snapchat. And, you know, I wish I don't know how you do that. Me either. When it's downtime. Yeah, I don't know. And you know. No, I I don't. I don't believe you. I think you know, and you're just keeping it quiet, keeping it hush-hush for all the other teenagers. Something that I really appreciate, Ian, is that you're willing to talk to me about screens. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of, because there's a lot of families where if the parents even bring up, hey, let's put a limit on this or let's talk about this, the kids really freak out. Yeah, well, you, like, I used to, when I was, like, during the peak pandemic, like, when you guys were living in Seattle, like whenever you would bring up screen times, my heart would start racing like five times the speed. Well, was that because you um, secretly knew the passcode and you? No, that was before that. And it was something else. What? Tell me about that. So I would bring it. So listeners, Ian's referencing a period of time when his dad was real sick over the pandemic. He had cancer Mm -hmm. and had, we had to live in Seattle for a couple months to do treatment and the kids were up here just being amazing and and living on their own pretty much um and so when i brought it up then you didn't like it no i was scared what were you scared of i was scared that you would find out that i had a trap phone what's a trap phone it's like a second phone you had a second phone yeah it was stuff up i think you are making stuff up right now i had an ipod that i would use at nighttime Really? Yeah. This I is never new. told you about that until right now, viewers. Are you listening? Better Where listening. is it? I don't I think you're making it. No, us I threw up it right away. Now. I threw it away. I swear to God. Did Rowan know about it? She can she confirm? Yes. Yeah. No way. Yep. So you had your phone. Look yeah. at me. So listeners, listen, I'm thinking to myself, like, you know, I have this great relationship with my kid. And they don't lie to me mostly. And we really got the phone time thing down. And now it's all coming out. Well, okay. I had it for like two months. And then. Where'd you get it? A friend sold it to me. (laughs) Oh my God. Who sold it to you? I don't want to rat them out. Okay. I guess there's worse things people can be selling you. So. Yeah. Like crack. So. Yeah. Well. So you got this and, and did you seek it out? Were you like, how can yes. I be on? And yep. what would you, so you'd be on the phone, like talking to people or doing what? Well, 
Um, okay. So a, I would like just use it like a regular phone. So I was signed into my Apple ID. So I was like, I could FaceTime, I could do anything. I had Snapchat and I had TikTok. And remember those nights where you would come into my room and I'd pretend to be sleep talking? Yes. That was when I was on the phone with someone talking, like whisper talking, like FaceTime. With this other device? Yeah. And I would like hide it underneath me and I was so scared. sneaky little shit. (laughs) But I threw it away. I knew it wasn't good for me and I threw it away. How did you know it wasn't good for you? What what came up for you? I was, I would... Well, I mean, sleep didn't really matter because it was online, everything. So I didn't really have anything to do. But I was like, I was staying up so late. And then also dad got mad at me. So he made me throw away. <gasps> dad found it? Yeah. He, he knew about it. it he never told me? He threw it away. Oh, my gosh. Well, hey there, busy mama. Are you looking for ways to make your life easier, your home less chaotic, and at the same time, add more joy to your life? My name is Deanna Yates, and I'm the host of Wanna Be Clutter Free, a podcast all about letting go of the stuff we don't need in our lives so that we can focus on what truly matters. Don't worry, I'm not going to tell you to throw it all away or make you feel guilty about keeping something you love, no matter how many other people don't quite understand it but I will give you practical and more importantly, actionable advice so that you can make progress right away. And you won't just hear it from me. There are amazing guests too. It's like having your bestie in your pocket, telling you it's okay to let go of the things that are not serving you and your family in a totally non-judgmental way. So join me over on the podcast where we can work on progress over perfection for those of us that want to be clutter-free. If you like this show, there's a decent chance you'll also enjoy The Shameless Mom Academy. Hi, I'm Sarah Dean, the founder and host of The Shameless Mom Academy. The Shameless Mom Academy is a podcast for moms that centers moms more than it centers your kids. I'm not going to teach you how to make baby food or how to make your three-year-old or 13-year-old stop having tantrums. Instead, I'm going to bring you back to yourself. For the last 20 years, I've been helping moms through growth and transformation. Inside the Shameless Mom Academy, I help you identify who you are and who you are becoming. Look, motherhood is hard. It brought me to my knees many times and sometimes still does. Returning to who I am and who I am becoming allows me to decide how to show up in all those sticky motherhood moments, but also in all my other relationships and in all the ways I show up in my various communities. So come check out the Shameless Mom Academy wherever you listen to podcasts. I'm willing to bet you'll leave feeling a little inspired and maybe even completely fired up. And you'll probably laugh a few times because I promise we never take ourselves too seriously over here. With 700 episodes to choose from, you're likely going to find something that sparks and speaks to you inside the Shameless Mom Academy. Don't get mad at dad. No, I won't. I won't. I think this is fascinating. And I think it's really real. I mean... I'm sure there are people listening right now, Ian. I've been waiting. Probably... <laughs> I've been waiting to tell you this. I was debating if I should or not. <laughs> well, people that are listening are like, yes, thank you. Cause you know, I have a friend who's dot like, there's all sorts of things kids do to go around the limits. Mm-hmm. And what I really, really appreciate you saying earlier on is like, is, is that you understand where I'm coming from. Like you, yeah. uh, it's, I don't want to control you. Like, it's not about controlling yeah. you. No, it's about the best interests. Yeah. It's about your health and well being, mm-hmm. Right. And do you see people like kids that, you know, who are 
really sucked into the phone stuff and it's making an impact on their life? Yeah. Well, I mean, what do you see? I've seen people with limits that are so bad that it's like <laughs> more strict. You mean, how do you live? Like, yeah. Like, like one what? Girl that I know is like, she can only have, she can't have her phone upstairs. She like, if she has like, well, her parents are also really strict. So like if she has friends over, she has to introduce them all, which is obvious, but like, yeah, door can't be closed. Anything. Um, she can't like, there's just so many, so many restrictions. And it's like, like her parents just don't trust her, which that sucks for her. Do you feel like I trust you? Yeah. Cause I mean, yeah. I don't really do anything bad other than have two phones. Mm, yeah. You weren't like watching porn or anything, were you? No. Don't answer that question. I just did and it was no. Okay. Um I don't mess with porn people. Yay. So so you feel like we trust you mm-hmm. and you feel yes. like you trust yourself. Yeah. And I'm not the strictest parent, but I'm not the loosest parent either, huh? No, definitely not. So and it's interesting too. Here's the weird thing about all of it, Ian, is like this is so new. Like it's normal. It's like what, you know, you watched your sister go through it and everybody has a phone and da, da, da. when I was your age, we you had the home phone. Right. Yeah. And if it rang after nine, I would get in trouble. Like people could what? not call my house after 9 p.m. or Julie, Nana would get all bugged about weird. that. And, you know, and we would just watch, maybe watch a show together if it was Thursday night. We were watching 90210. Or not, we'd watch, you know, maybe watch some TV and then nine o'clock would roll around and it was like, okay, going to bed. And what I had in my room, no screens, no computers. I had a tape deck. I didn't even have, it wasn't even, there weren't even CDs. I had a tape deck and I'd play music before I went to bed. But, you know, it's one of those things for parents where there's nothing like, okay, let me think about how this was when I was a kid. It's so new and it's scary because, you know, I mean, there's the limits and just like sleep deprivation, but then there's, you know, there's some scary stuff that you guys find. How do you keep yourself safe? I mean, do you, what kind of stuff do you like to look at when you're on your phone? Like what kind of videos and stuff do you watch and who do you follow? All right. Well, on TikTok, it's mostly buff guys giving workout advice, (laughs) workout montages, cars, or ladies but it's not like that bad. It's just like, there's traps. <laughs> <laughs> thirst trap. Tell everybody what a thirst trap is. I don't someone, want to assume everybody knows what a like thirst trap is. Trying to look hot so that they can get followers. But like, I don't even, I don't like there's the videos. There's boys and I, there's girls that are thirst yeah. traps. It's not just the ladies. You guys are so bad. Oh my God. <laughs> stupid. But um, yeah. And then on YouTube, it's like, I watched Cody Co, which is this comedian guy, and then Danny Duncan, who just does whatever he wants and just messes with people and is a the you just kind of watch Florida. personalities yeah. like yeah. people that are funny. I don't search the dark web. Thank God, thank God. So okay, so I thought we were going to get on this podcast, Ian, and that we were going to work out some different limits on your phone. But you're feeling you're feeling pretty good with how they are. Yeah, just don't make me put my phone outside. On nights that you are working out the next day? 
Yes. So I can do that, but I here's here's my problem is when I look, when I check your screen and I see the little you know, the little indicator that you've been on your phone through midnight and beyond and it's a school night. Yeah, I'm not going to do that if I'm going to the gym the next day though because I want to sleep. Okay, what about the other days? What about the other days? Then I'll plug my phone outside. Okay, okay, that feels good to me. What about this TikTok limit that I've set and that you've worked around? Do you want to, is it, or is it just useful to know, like, cause it gives you a little indicator like, whoa, dude, it's been 45 minutes, right? Yeah. We should just keep that. Keep it how it is. Yeah. Keep everything how it is, except that phone outside. However, when you've reached your limit, is there a workaround then to get onto Snapchat and onto the things after that three and a half hour has been up? There is, right? I don't know. You do too. I don't, I, I don't you, even have Snapchat. <laughs> because rarely is it a day where you have a three and a half hour screen time. It's usually closer to four and a half, five hours, which hmm. sounds crazy to say out loud. Well, also like some of it, like I'll put my phone in my pocket during class and then take it out 45 minutes later and it's open. Like sometimes, like just also like it's a dead activity, like where I'm not using my phone too sometimes. Okay. So maybe this week, this school week, could you work on making sure that your like your phone is really shut down when you put it away during class time so that you're not accruing those, that extra time. And then it's a more accurate readout each day. Can we really work on that? Yeah. Cool. I'm going to do the same thing. I'm going to give myself the same limits that you have on your phone and you can pick the passcode. Do you want to do that? No. Why? Because. Um, so it's time to wrap it, wrap it up. Yes. Okay. Sounds good to me. I love you. I'm not really sure what we've agreed to other than just to carry on with what we've got going. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, that sounds good. Thanks for spending time with me. I love you. Yeah. Love you too. Okay. Bye. Bye bye. Well, what'd you think about that? (laughs) Parent educators, they're just like you. Children of parent educators are just like your kids, right? Thank you for listening. I hope that you found that conversation relatable and entertaining and inspiring. I really do adore this community. I'm so happy to bring you conversations that matter to you. There are exciting things that continue to happen over at Sproutable and I can't wait to share them. So stay tuned. Are you on my email list? If not, go to besproutable.com slash teens and get signed up now. Something you can do on that page is sign up for the seven tips over seven days email support. It is all about nurturing stronger connection with your tweens and teens. And you can get that for free at besproutable.com slash teens. If you feel inspired and you haven't already, please do me a favor and head over to Apple Podcasts, leave a review. We're working hard to stand out and make a huge impact on families around the globe. And your review really matters. It really helps the podcast to be seen by ever more parents. Thank you to the team at Sproutable for your back-end help. 
and for Chris Mann at podshaper.com for your stellar editing. I am so honored that all of you listen each week. We're all doing the best we can in the moment, people. That includes you. Have a beautiful, beautiful day, and I'll see you on Thursday with the final episode of the Becoming Sproutable Limited series. Love you, bye. Hi there, I'm Andrea Owen, self-help author with 19 translations of my books, global keynote speaker, and life coach. My podcast, Make Some Noise, has been serving up self-help in a simple-to-digest way for the last decade. The topics brought in each episode are practical and easy to implement around topics such as working through fears that keep you stuck, different modalities of therapy, managing your negative self-talk, and more. We bring you guest experts, solo episodes, and I even coach listeners on the air around relatable struggles. I also do my best to weave my sense of humor into some heavy topics because let's face it, life can be pretty hard and it's so much better when we can have some fun while walking through our challenges. Whether you're seasoned in personal development or just starting out, Make Some Noise podcast will help you become the best version of yourself, the person you're proud of when you look in the mirror and show up in your life. Simply search Make Some Noise with Andrea Owen wherever you listen to your podcasts.